Hello, friends. This is Tara Wiley, and this is Staying Power, a podcast for Christian leaders in the trenches, where we take a couple of opportunities each week to give one another a spiritual shot in the arm, a reminder that we are not alone in the journey of living out our callings. Using scripture, stories of people around us and those who went before us, rhythms and practices that keep us sustained even when the going gets tough, we're rooted in the passage in Galatians 6, 9, and 10, where we're encouraged not to grow weary in doing good, for we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So we continue to do good for all people. Being a Christian leader can be exhausting, but we are here to remind each other of the staying power that we can find in Christ. At the beginning of each week, I'll either be joined by a current leader in ministry or share the story of a minister who has paved the way before us in church history. And then midweek, I'll offer a short boost of scripture or a reading followed by prayer. So today, would you join me in that midweek pause? What do you do when you're sitting in that waiting room that you never ever wanted to be in. Perhaps it's because you're the one who's stepping in for a test, which results could change the course of your life. Maybe it's the one that you love that you're sitting beside. But regardless, I have been there and I know the fear and honestly how paralyzing that moment can feel and as Christian leaders we are not immune to the scary waiting room moments in our own lives and in the lives of those that we lead we may find ourselves sitting beside someone in that waiting room and how do you pray what do you do in that moment I recall uh, just a few years back I had a had a mole come back positive for melanoma and it was very close to a cluster of lymph nodes and if you know anything about melanoma it once it spreads into your body it becomes a whole different beast and it can, and I've I've lost a friend to that fight so to say that there was fear is an understatement as I sat waiting for my pet scan and I really felt stuck in that moment How do I pray? What do I do? This waiting feels like an eternity. And in that moment, I leaned in on a practice that has been such a gift to me. And so I want to offer it as a gift to you, and then we'll step into it today together. And that is the simple prayer of recalling the names of God. There are a couple of scriptures that remind us that this is something that God wants us to do. And uh, and interestingly enough, these two particular verses come in moments of waiting. So in Isaiah 46, remember the former things of old. I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. Isaiah is delivering an edict to Israel as they are stepping into the season of captivity, wondering what the future holds, really a scary unknown. And God's instruction is, remember who I am. Remember who I am. 
In Psalm 77, this is one of my favorite, I am really ticked off and don't understand what is happening right now, Psalms. Um, This is one where the psalmist even says, I'm going to voice my complaint to you, Lord, and and just wait to figure out what you're doing. And partway through that psalm, as the psalmist is wrestling through this hard thing, he pauses to say, I will remember. I will remember the deeds of the Lord, and I will remember your wonders of old. And the interesting thing about this particular moment is he's remembering it even as he's questioning it. So it's like, I know this is who you are. I'm wondering if it's still who you are. But in this moment, I'm just going to remember. I'm going to remember and I'm going to recall. And that moment of choosing to remember who God is and, and recalling his attributes can be really powerful in waiting room seasons. In that moment, I opened up my journal and I I couldn't journal a long prayer. There wasn't a lot that I could call to mind in that moment. I was anxious. And when you're anxious, words don't come sometimes. I just started writing down those words in all different directions across the page and did my best to fill that page with those titles that demonstrate all that God is. And it calmed my heart. And it settled my spirit. This is who you are. And it has not changed just because I am sitting in a waiting room, waiting on a PET scan, staring down that C word that I dreaded with every ounce of my being. This was the time to remember who God was. And so that's what I'm going to do with us today is just take a pause and pray through some of those beautiful descriptions of who God is. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, the reality is the one that I am praying with today, who is hearing my voice, very well may be in a waiting room season with a lot of unknowns and maybe even those scary tests and the results that they don't know yet. Maybe they're even holding the test results in their hands and it's rocking their world. Perhaps they're sitting with someone who is waiting. And so you tell us through scripture that this is a time for us to recall who you are and to allow that to be a place of anchor for us. So we're going to take a couple of minutes today in the middle of our week. This is a practice that will strengthen us. Because we are calling on you who never changes. Our lives are constantly changing. You do not change, God. And so I first and foremost worship you as Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. You are eternal and you know the beginning and the end of the stories of our lives and the story that you are unfolding across the map of the universe across eternity. You see the beginning. You see the end. You hold it in your hands and you declare it good. I worship you, God, as the Alpha and the Omega. I worship you, God, as the one who When you describe yourself 
includes the word compassionate. You come alongside, you feel our pain. You don't stand back and just stare at us as we suffer. It says that when you looked over Jerusalem, you had that compassion of a mother who wants to gather up her little ones under her arms. You said, as a, as a hen gathers chicks under her wings, I want to gather you up. That's the level of tender compassion that you demonstrate towards us. You are a compassionate God. And so we pause and think of the places where we need your compassion. And we just declare that name over that place. I am coming to you, God, and declaring that who you are is compassionate. God, I worship you as Abba, as Father. Abba, that connotation of Daddy. That picture of arms reaching up to a Daddy. Abba, Father, you transcend our pictures of Father. And actually, you reform the places where maybe the word father or daddy actually brings up wounds. You are our perfect Abba. So we can trust you as daddy in our lives. And in those scary places, know that you are going to respond to us in perfection. You're going to respond to us as a perfect Heavenly Father, no matter the context of our story here on earth, when we say yes to you and we become part of your family, we receive a perfect daddy. Thank you that we can trust you to be the perfect father that we need in the heart. Lord, you are the God of hope. that beautiful benediction in Romans 15. Lord, we need the God of hope because life is hard and life is scary. And to know that our hope is not in a good outcome and our hope is not in what we can do to make it be okay, you are the one. And your hope fills us, it says in Romans 15, with joy and peace as we believe so that we can overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so, God, I praise you as the God of hope because your hope is not dependent on my circumstance. It's dependent on your character. Lord, there are so many other attributes that we could sit with so many other truths about who you are that can fill us with what we need in the scary and the waiting. And so before we close today, I just want to ask you, Lord, 
to come alongside the person who is praying along with me and remind them of one attribute of who you are that is exactly what they need to know today. So I'm going to give you space, Holy Spirit, to remind my friend, what is it that they know is true about you that has been an anchor for them in the past, or maybe is something that they're curious to know more about, that they can offer to you right now as an act of worship and trust, just simply the phrase, you are a God of Thank you for the gift of remembrance. Thank you for the gift of your name. Thank you that you never change. And so we can trust that when we declare who you are, that's who you have been for hundreds of thousands of Christ followers that have come before us. And it's who you're going to be for us in this moment. And it's who you're going to be for future generations. And so it's an anchor for our souls to remember. This is who you are. We praise you in this moment, and we thank you for the building of our faith as we declare who you are over one another. In Jesus' name, amen. It is a sacred privilege to come to Jesus with you in prayer. I hope these brief moments we've spent together today serve as a boost for your spirit and an encouragement to keep staying the course in the middle of a busy week of ministry as a Christian leader. If you found this resource to be helpful and encouraging, would you subscribe to the podcast and rate it as well? Those two things allow it to become more visible to others. And would you share it personally with Christian leaders that you know and across your social media? It's, it's not a request based on my desire to be known, but rather my desire for us to use the technological resources in front of us to be an encouragement to each other. The reality is there are Christian leaders all over the world who feel incredibly alone. What a gift we can give to each other to say, you're seen actually, and there are others in the trenches with you. And here's how we're surviving, not just surviving, but thriving. Finally, as we end today's time of prayer, I would love to know if there's a specific way that I can be praying for you. You can email me at tarawileylifecoach at gmail.com. My name is T-A-R-A-W-I-L-E-Y, lifecoach at gmail.com. I'd love to be praying with you specifically. Stay strong. Be encouraged. The world needs you, and God is giving you the strength that you need for the calling to lead today.